0: The two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why.
1: Welcome to Talk Therapy CBT, a conversation about educating, helping, and connecting individuals to the world of psychology. This podcast is supported and produced by Inner Balance Psychology Center. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn Raffa, and join with me, is my co-host Anthony Dana. How are you today Anthony?
0: I'm doing very well and happy siblings day to you.
1: All right, today's happy siblings day, didn't even know that.
0: Uh, It's not a holiday that you circle on the calendar, at least I don't, but this is ironic because this show that we're doing today is one that we've been talking about for a while now and we were trying to figure out a way to to you know slide it into our busy schedules We finally have a window of opportunity to do it today. And today is National Siblings Day. So I guess it was in the cards that we would be doing it today and that it all worked out.
1: Yeah. So on the agenda today, our two topics are going to be, the first one's going to be birth order. And the second one, uh, we're just calling it professions. And it's left up to uh, curiosity as to what we mean by that. So we're going to start out, as we normally do, um, besides our agenda items, with our quote of the day. Do you have a quote today, Anthony?
0: What I have today really hits on both topics. It's uh, one, one of my favorite quotes from Mark Twain. The two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. How I look at this quote, it hits on both topics in this way. First, I interpret it, you know, the day that you find out why Is one of the two most important days of your life. Now, this can mean many things. It can mean I'm here to watch over or take care of this person. You know, what I look at it as it's your profession. A lot of people look at that as, you know, why are you here? What is your profession? What is your contribution to life? I grew up in a Catholic household. And so uh, there are some religious dogmas that still lurk inside my head. And one in particular that comes to mind is, Everybody has a gift from God. And then what you do with that gift is a gift back to God. So basically, you have something to offer. I don't care how, you know, if it's coming up with a cure for cancer or if it's just uh, helping somebody out that can't help themselves or, you know, whatever, however big or small, you have a contribution to make. You just have to figure out what that is. I often tell my students in class, find something you love to do, figure out a way to get paid for it and then make sure it's legal. The third part's always tricky. But if you can do that, then you'll live a happier life. And birth order influences your profession. That's the connection, your profession as to figuring out a day that you were here.
1: So I really love that quote. I really like Mark Twain a lot. And that also reminds me of acceptance and commitment therapy, which is another type of therapy that I do. But one of the main tenets of that is living a purposeful life. So I think it's so important for people to have purpose, whether it's through work or whether it's through other aspects of their life, because if you're not living a purposeful life, what kind of life are you living, right? Yeah.
0: All right. So I'm going to begin my questions on first birth order. So is birth order something that you ask straight away when you are talking to a patient to help them or, or do you wait and they eventually discovered on their own and so they can reveal that about themselves.
1: well when I have a first session with a patient, it's an intake session. so I talk about family history and sometimes it is a direct question that I ask like what siblings do you have and what birth order is this person in? People aren't generally coming in because of birth order but they're coming in for family issues, which um, you know is relatable a lot of times to the goals of therapy.
0: Not only birth order is important to understand, but also, the siblings that your patients have also have something to do with uh, these characteristics.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, So most of us think of just, you know, generally firstborn, uh, middle child, youngest child, or um, only child. But actually, there's way more to it. I came across this book several years ago, written by Walter Toman back in 1961, called Family Constellation. And it was really, um, really fascinating because He looks at all the different sibling positions, and it really matters if one is the oldest sister of sisters or the oldest sister of brothers, the middle child, what the age difference is between them and their siblings. So he really teases it out into very specific, more than just birth order. All
0: right, let's uh, take a look at me. I am one of three children, same mother, same father. My brother is 10 years older than me my sister is nine years older than me. Mm -hmm. So what would you say, just based off of that intel, Mm -hmm. about possible characteristics about me and the relationship with my brother and sister?
1: Okay. So you actually meet criteria uh, for a few things because you are the youngest of an older brother and older sister. And because of the wide age gap between you, you could actually be uh, considered like an only child, really depends. So you have the unique experience of having an older brother and an older sister. However, a lot of the youngest child characteristics still, I imagine, uh, you know, make sense for you. The Youngest children, sometimes are the, ba- the baby of the family, they're used to getting some more attention and more freedom than the older siblings get. And you probably were taken care of by your sister, or maybe your parents in your life.
0: No, oh, absolutely. I definitely see that. You know, it, it's it's a self-realization really. It's it's if you just take a look at birth order, I think, if you and this is the hardest part, like accept some of the characteristics whether they are, I guess, positive or negative, but just maybe buy into it and think about it, you might find yourself cuz like, yeah, you I mean, I, I grew up, it took me a while to mature. It took me a while to realize and Everything was done for me, whether I liked it or not. And that, Mm -hmm. I think, is.
1: Has advantages and disadvantages.
0: Well, it has. I think it has more disadvantages looking back on it now. There were many times when I just wanted to try things and I wasn't allowed to. And I think that's with most kids. I think parents do that, but especially the youngest, right?
1: Sure. Parents give messages to the oldest child. By the way, I'm the oldest of sisters, so I can attest to this. Take care of your little brother. Take care of your little sister. He can't do it himself. He's the baby. And it fosters some level of dependency, which might be frustrating as a youngest child. Like, I want to tie my shoes myself. I don't want your help to cross the street. I want to, you know, do things on my own. So it might take a little longer for a youngest child to mature or to develop a sense of independence because they are babied.
0: I always had this feeling that my brother and my sister... I don't want to use the word hate. That's a bit too much, but <laughs> they weren't too happy when I came along. And at the time, I couldn't understand this because I was just so adorable and loving. But now as I grew older and I have kids of my own and, and, and so on, I, I I realize, OK, nine and 10 and mom's pregnant. Oh, God. You know,
1: right. There's a huge age difference. And also um, you were so your brother's older. And then your sister? Yeah, my yeah. brother. Uh, ten, years 10 years older. Old. Okay. So he knew what it was like to the younger sibling when your sister came around and there's a, you know, only a year difference, but your sister was the youngest at the time for a long time. And then all of a sudden there's this new guy <laughs> coming along. So it could be a, a big adjustment, you know, for that second born child to is, have to it, share.
0: Is there know? something, so they're pretty much, what, 13 months apart. So they're Irish twins. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he was the only boy. So was there something, was there something to to that dynamic?
1: Probably. Yeah. Like each of them, there was, it was just a girl and a boy and now her comes this other person. So he would probably be more affected than your sister. Sister may have taken on the motherly role, the caretaking role with, I'm going to help take care of baby, but maybe there could be some feelings of, wait a minute, like I'm getting pushed out of my position here. I was the only boy and now I have to share with, with this guy.
0: We didn't have an estate or a fief to, to inherit so that <laughs> and he would have gotten it anyway. He was, he's he, he, he he's his oldest son so he would have gotten it anyway unless you yeah. worried about maybe a coup or take over by me
1: or by the way sometimes an oldest brother now feels a sense of responsibility like I have to be responsible for my youngest brother to help him be a man you know help him grow into but, yeah uh, that was pretty yeah. short-lived but anyway if, <laughs> if, if he did
0: this. if he did feel that way no he You're not sure. he, did, he did the best uh, that he could mm-hmm. you know so I'm not for
1: pressure to be a role model you yeah know I'm I mean? not gonna I'm
0: not gonna on, yeah. th- not in this show okay so that's just my family. Let's take a look at characteristics based off just where they are in their family. So we don't know anything about if they have siblings that are all male, all female, or a mix.
1: Right, just generally. Okay.
0: So the general generally the oldest born Mm
1: -hmm. tend
0: to be blank.
1: Responsible, typically educated, I guess. They're used to being in charge and in control. They're used to giving orders.
0: So you kind of touched on some mostly positive things. How about some, what are some negative things about being the oldest child oh, the that negative. <laughs> that negative that others would find negative, but maybe the oldest born might not think of it as being that negative.
1: They might not know, right? Yeah. Well, overly responsible. They can be controlling, you know, okay. and demanding and bossy. That could be the case. They might not be good at sharing <laughs> for some time.
0: Are they the ones in when when you do a group project that will just be a micromanager and mm-hmm. or you know, just take over everybody's job because it's like, listen, you're just going to mess it up. So at least I'll do all of it.
1: Right. There could be some self-righteousness. There could be, I have to do it my way. And I yeah, I know best because I'm older than you. They pull the, the oldest kid card. Right.
0: And most of the time, my way equates to the right
1: way. The right way, which, by the way, sometimes is the better way to do things. Okay. So are you by <laughs> any chance the oldest born? I am biased to, yes, I'm the oldest. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: I, I knew that. I wasn't uh, that. Uh, I don't want anybody Not to think. Shocking. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, and I, by the way, uh, those people who are like that, that I've worked in in group projects, you guys are awesome. Thank you very much. Um, I have no problem letting letting Passing you have the baton, letting you have your way in that in that regard at least. All right, the middle-born child generally tends to be what?
1: All right. Well, I guess generally speaking, uh, middle children are by nature sandwiched in between um, an older and a younger sibling, regardless of gender. But um, they can be good negotiators because they can function as a youngest child to the older child, or a older child to the youngest child. They tend to be sometimes maybe in the helping profession. They want to be peacemaker. Sometimes they're um, ignored by parents too. That whole middle child syndrome thing, and they might have to just kind of march to the beat of their own drummer. They might want to be different than the oldest child. Like if the oldest child goes into law enforcement, they might say, well, I'm never going to do that. I want to be different than my oldest sibling.
0: I see this sometimes if uh, the oldest born is like a star athlete. And I mean, so sometimes the youngest will follow in their footsteps and they eventually become the better athlete, Mm -hmm. you know, Serena Williams and and Venus. I mean, you know, Venus used to beat her rear end on the court growing up and then that just made Serena tougher. And now she's, Mm -hmm. you know, the GOAT. Or, you know, on the flip side, you know, say if like the oldest born is a straight A student, the next child might be like, well, I'm not going to try that hard. And, you know, because they don't want to succumb to that pressure or they just want they just want their own identity. And even being scolded for mediocre grades is attention. It's, it's not good attention, but it's attention that they're getting. Otherwise, it'd be like, OK, you got all A's too good. You just you're doing just like your older brother. And it's like, oh, back to him.
1: Right. Yeah. The constant comparison. It d- depends on the messages, of course, and the beliefs in the family, but maybe they want to be different and go rogue and, and not have uh, the same identity as just their older siblings, uh, um, just the little the little sister or little brother, you know?
0: Okay. The youngest born child, and we touched on it a little bit with me, but you knew about my siblings, but generally speaking, the youngest born tend to be blank.
1: Charismatic, uh, babied, obviously. They're in the dependent role, like I mentioned. They could be very attention-seeking. They're used to being in the limelight and being just paid attention to all the time. They could be very creative or artistic. And usually, actually, the youngest brother of a sister, by the way, is a great one with the ladies. And the youngest brother of a brother could be really like reliant on friendships because he's used to you know, being in that position. So yeah, just generally speaking, again, these are all just generalized mm-hmm. characteristics.
0: We touched on the negatives a little bit. I spoke from my experience, and again, I don't speak for every youngest-born child. Mm-hmm. But I think any of you out there that might have heard me, uh, you know, might might have some. Yeah, I I'm guilty of that. And you don't have to say it out loud or admit it to anybody, but you know who you are. All right, and also, only children, mm-hmm. only children's characteristics tend to be.
1: They tend to be uh, leaders, actually. They're used to interacting with adults. They're really good at communicating and being articulate. They're treated as um, kind of like an oldest born. They tend to be responsible. They tend to be bright. Again, very charismatic. So I would say that, again, it depends on if it's a male or female, but usually they are kind of like a natural born leader.
0: They're extremely mature because they're only around adults for the most, unless there's a play date or they, I mean, they have socialize socialized, have friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're mature. They tend to be responsible. They can be perfectionistic. They can share sometimes, you know, if they have friends around, but it's temporary. Remember, and it goes back to being them. They're the apple of their parents' eye. They're the center of attention. They can be spoiled. (laughs) They can be entitled.
0: Well, they can be spoiled and not necessarily because they were spoiled. It's just, they just, you
1: know. They're just used to that constant attention and everything else is just temporary. Like, Cousins come over and then they go home and it's back to, you know, me, me, me.
0: They might be thinking, I, I don't have to worry about not getting a piece of chicken. I can have all the chicken. I, I don't have to fight. Yeah, they're for not my...
1: fighting for food, I, or I, gifts, or, or toys, or anything like that. I constantly
0: remember making pop tarts or something and asking my sister, who is nine years older than me, mind you, do you want one? No, I do not want one. I think she just did this out of spite. And then I would set it down and maybe go get something out of the fridge and I'd come back and there's a bite just out <laughs> of it. So yeah, they didn't have to deal with that kind of nonsense. So that's, that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. It was like all about them all the time. They get a lot of parent attention and sharing might be an issue. Uh, when they go to preschool, you know, they have to learn to share, but there's some positive qualities.
0: So same with the oldest born, a lot of the similar, similar qualities. Right. And with the oldest born, I, again, I hate this generalization because they hate criticism. I don't know anybody who loves criticism. Right. But right. why would they hate criticism that like they were never criticized by their parents or that's different? This is a person who is the same age as me. Like if it, if it's not my parents criticizing me, I don't want to hear from you.
1: Well, it also depends on the parents. If the parents are very critical, because that's the only kid, you know, when the second born comes along. Oh, so they're then sensitive they're focused. to it. Where- Maybe I would say they're sensitive to it um, because maybe they're under the parent's microscope all the time. The oldest born could be considered an only child, especially if they're the oldest child for like six years. You know, it's kind of like functioning as an oldest child. And then a new sibling comes along and now the attention has shifted to that sibling.
0: I, I like looking for the, all the answers, but I also, you know, I have to realize... It depends on, there's so many dynamics. It, I mean, the parents have a huge influence on their behavior more than I think anything.
1: Absolutely that. And another thing that I guess we can just, I'll just mention is it, it is still also depends with this family constellation work. It depends on the parent's birth order and uh, that influences their child. It depends on the ages in between the siblings. It depends on the ages when the parents have their children, but also depends on cultural beliefs now, that that
0: sounds like a rabbit hole that oh, yeah. could be its own show.
1: It could be. Yeah, there's so much more to it than just that. And um, that's why I was really excited when I found this book, because it really delves into so much more detail. And, what, and what's the name of the book again? So this is an ancient book, Family Constellation, and it's written by Walter Toman. And I have to tell you, I have to look to see if there's anything new. There doesn't seem to be a lot of research besides this book, this iconic book on um, birth order. I'll have to look and see if there's anything new. But this one is definitely a classic.
0: And we didn't mention the book from the last show. When The last show, episode two, was ADHD. And I remember you were referencing a book there.
1: Right. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, it is actually uh, Reset Your Child's Brain. It is a four-week plan to end meltdowns, raise grades, and boost social skills by reversing the effects of electronic screen time. So this is written by an MD named Victoria Dunkley, and I highly recommend it. It is um, in response to what we were talking about last time with ADHD and this excessive screen time. So you can check it out. It's on Audible, and I think there's a hard copy version as well.
0: That's good to know. It's nice to know that those hard copies aren't going away anytime soon. Twins, last but not least, what do you have for twins?
1: So twins, uh, especially if they're identical twins, obviously there's no sibling birth order, so to speak, because they have the same birth order. So they're usually seen as a duo. And sometimes the twin who was born first, even if it's one or two minutes, is deemed the oldest. So if it's identical twins, obviously it's the same gender. So it could be like the older brother to the little brother who's only two minutes younger.
0: And I've noticed having twins in class that the oldest likes to remind their sibling and anybody who's like, they'll let me know. By the way, I, I'm like four minutes older, just to let, just to remind you
1: of that. <laughs> yeah. And the parents see them together. Uh, they, they strive often to be different than the other twin. When they're younger, their parents may have dressed them the same. And then, of course, as they reach adolescence, they want to really strive to have a different identity. If one is really preppy and maybe a jock, the other one wants to be more punk or just goth, you know, to be different from their sibling.
0: Yeah. Or what are you wearing today? You're wearing red? Okay. Okay. I'm not going anywhere near my red.
1: Right. Yeah. So they've always known each other. Whereas with an oldest child, they were a single or an only for a little bit of time. Twins never had that luxury of being yeah. an only child. They were always with this other person.
0: And then they can also read each other's mind.
1: Yeah, they have like telepathic abilities, <laughs> the dynamic duo and read each other's mind. It sounds and cool. I mean, you know. Supposedly, I've had people say that they could feel their twin's feelings or have some ESP related to their twin. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Might be.
0: Anything else to add on birth order from your research?
1: Yeah, well, I had touched on before the uh, the book that I had come across. That was the Family Constellation book. And uh, there is another book that I uh, found that was a little more updated by Kevin Lehman in 2000, the new birth order book. And he goes over, I think he did a study in his book too. I did not read it. Birth order, it's not just oldest, youngest only. There's so many factors. There is gender. So Toman had identified that people, when they're in a relationship, they can have a sex conflict or and or a um, role or rank conflict. So, for instance, two oldest born children are not supposed to match up. Same with youngest, same with middle, because they will uh, hit heads with, you know, power struggles or different ways or their characteristics. They're Too much alike. Maybe too much alike. Yeah, exactly. So, for instance, there's a difference between the oldest sister of brothers and the oldest sister of sisters. Difference between the youngest brother of brothers, mm. the youngest brother of sisters. And then it depends on the age range between those kids. So it really goes into uh, a lot of depth in this book, which is really neat, going beyond just the stereotypical oldest child characteristics.
0: Okay, so say if there is the oldest son, and he has uh, sisters, and he has a lot, a lot of those sisters, so he would be best matched up with the youngest girl, but older brothers.
1: Yeah. So the oldest brother of sisters. Mm-hmm would match up best as far as complementarity goes with the youngest sister of a brother. Okay. Because that youngest sister that he would marry or be with Knows what it's like to uh, lean into an older, like a like a male authority. Okay, she, has the young, she has the
0: younger sibling characteristics, which would, you know, she doesn't have another youngest that she's married to that has some of the similar characteristics that could be a conflict.
1: Right, exactly. Person. Yeah. And the oldest brother of sisters knows what it's like to take care of and be amongst a peer of the opposite sex. So that would be a good match. The worst match would be the oldest sister of sisters and the oldest brother of brothers. Because not only is there a role conflict of both oldest born, there's also a sex or gender conflict because oldest sister of sisters never had any brothers mm. to learn from or be around or get used to, and the oldest brother never had any sisters to get used to. So
0: That's one of interesting. Thing. So it has yeah. more to do just with the birth order but also the dynamic of their family. And then as, as you pointed out earlier, the parents or parenting style, with children.
1: Yeah. And also, they yeah, and their birth order as well. So, if like um, the parent tends to identify with their child who has the similar or same birth order, so that's a whole nother <laughs> layer of that's, complex complexity as right. well.
0: Well, now it's time in the show to play a game. Oh, okay. And I decided to keep this in the same subject matter as uh, what we're talking about, which is birth order and professions. We were kind of pressed for time. And so professions, I think, is going to have to be pushed aside, kind of like when Johnny Carson booked too many guests. And sorry, we didn't have time for professions today, but we will get back to it. However, we can play this game, which focuses on birth order and professions. There are characteristics within birth order that certain people are more, uh, more drawn to or inclined to a profession. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so keep with that in mind, I'm going to give you some famous people. And you tell me based on what you know about them and based on those characteristics that the oldest generally tend to go to becoming this, that, or the other thing. And you can explain your answers and your thought process for everybody. And you tell me where they were in their family.
1: Okay, so okay. you're going to tell me people's names, and I'm going to guess what maybe their birth order is. Right.
0: So the, okay. the, your choices are: I don't have any twins on here because that's okay. pretty obvious. And then, unless they are not identical twins. Okay. So you know the Olsons aren't here, but we have oldest, middle, youngest, and then we have the only child. Okay. So there we have some. Okay, so we have some famous only children here. Uh-huh. All right. So oh, and there's a there's a quote that I found that. I obviously like it's a quote, but it's the title of a book. So okay. I never read this book. I don't. I just know Michael Michael Gross wrote it. I found the title very intriguing. Why firstborns rule the world and lastborns want to change it? Oh, okay. and that could be a little <laughs> bit of a hint for everybody playing along out there as to where these celebrities are. And it's not. It's not always an exact science that not every firstborn leads. There's some youngest that lead, and there's some also. Firstborn, that could be uh, very charming and entertaining. So keep that in mind, everybody. So the first celebrity slash history icon, Winston Churchill.
1: Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, well, my first thought was oldest. Okay. Why? Because he was in a leadership position, a position of authority. Of course.
0: Yes, he was the oldest uh, prime minister of England and helped England win World War II. So, yes, he is firstborn. Very good. Next. We have George Washington.
1: Okay, so I'm not going to say firstborn because I'm thinking he was probably the youngest child.
0: Okay, and why? Why would you say that?
1: Just contrary to... Well, uh, well,
0: well, because I wouldn't do two (laughs) firstborns in a row, which which is a good (laughs) way to go too.
1: Well, that seems obvious. Like, oh, it's a president. Obviously, it was the first president. Maybe he was just kind of like, Fell into that position or something.
0: Well, okay, so
1: like he didn't want to be.
0: <laughs> okay, he so what the good news or the bad news? Uh,
1: good news. Good news.
0: He's a uh, good news. He's not the firstborn. Okay, but good the good. bad news is he's the middle child. Oh,
1: well, it's a middle child. Yeah, well.
0: he's the best of both worlds. He yes, he was a born leader. So you would most would think. I would think. I'm like when I researched him, I'm like, I didn't know that. I was like, I wonder where he is. So back then, I think he was. Don't quote me on this, everybody, but I think he was the fifth of ten children or the seventh of ten children. Again, yeah. people had Big a lot theory. of kids back True. then. Yeah, yeah. So most likely if they are back in the 16, 17, or 1800s, they're the middle child because it's just, you know, process elimination. right? Okay. So, but he was a great negotiator. He, the one thing I always loved about Washington was he wasn't always the smartest guy in the room, and he, and he was okay with that. And he delegated. Mm-hmm. He got things done by not micromanaging, by putting people into positions where they can thrive and then just letting them go. Sometimes it was Jefferson and Hamilton fighting like cats and dogs, but so be it. So, mm-hmm. yes, he was the middle child. Next okay. up, we have J.K. Rowling.
1: Hmm. Oh, the writer, obviously hmm. the author. I'm going to say youngest. She
0: is actually the firstborn.
1: Hmm. And I was thinking youngest because of the artistic creativity. Right. Flair.
0: But um, oh, she
1: breaks the mold.
0: I, you know what? If I had to guess this, I should have done my own guesses, but um, it's too late for that now because the horse is out of the barn. But because when I'm reading these, I'm like, okay, that would make sense because, hmm. and for me after reading it, okay, firstborn that she had to go through so much just reading her her biography on getting the book done the way she wanted it. And then even after the fact, the uh the parks uh in, in Universal and how she was just a micromanager and she's like, no, I have say on everything. I get to taste butterbeer. I get to okay that. And Disney passed. I'm sure they were kicking themselves. And then Universal's like, okay, we'll deal with you being involved with every decision. So that's so that was the kind of personality she was, mm-hmm. almost like a CEO yeah. of that intellectual property. So in sure. that regard, I, I see the firstborn coming out of her. Okay, okay, number three. So we are okay. So um, this isn't easy. Um, that's four. Let's go. A uh, four. Okay. So gonna go. Okay, Hillary Clinton.
1: Uh, I guess firstborn for her.
0: She is firstborn. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Now, the next would be... Let's go with another president, George W. Bush. The Youngest. He is the firstborn. Now, <laughs> the fact that he... I just always remembered he was always... Now he, he seemed like a nice good old boy and I loved it to maybe sit down and have a beer with him. And that's why I thought maybe he could be the youngest as well. Right. But right. but then I remembered it was almost like, well, we're gonna have a Bush dynasty, because like then you have the father and then him and then we're gonna have Jeb and you know mm-hmm. so and so Jeb is younger. So okay. Yeah, he's the firstborn. Next up, and I had to have fun with this, Pippa Middleton. Um, again i'm gonna i'm gonna stress this i do this with the kids in my in my class i'm gonna give you a hint
1: Mm. middleton (laughs) well it's funny that you said it that way i picked up on your intonation even before so middle child yes she is okay
0: (laughs) we know she's not the oldest yeah all right next we have oprah winfrey
1: oprah winfrey hmm Oldest?
0: She is the oldest. Absolutely.
1: Entrepreneur, you
0: know. Entrepreneur extraordinaire. All right. (laughs) You might've heard of this person, Henry Clay. He is known as, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. He's known as, uh, again, here's a hint because, I mean, I, I know him a little bit more than you do and I'm not necessarily proud of that. It's just my profession. So Henry Clay is the great compromiser Mm. That's his claim to fame the Missouri Compromise and uh, the uh, Kansas Nebraska Act, and, and, and many others. So,
1: okay. So I would say middle.
0: He is the middle child. Yeah. Absolutely. Next up, we have Pablo Picasso.
1: Youngest child.
0: He is the youngest. Okay, good.
1: Again, I kind of stick with the if it's an artistic. You're you're safe that way. I tend to be safe that way. But listen, the compromising tendency, which makes sense with a middle child having to negotiate their position between oldest and youngest sibling, oldest born uh, can also be. In power, uh, positions of, like, negotiating and compromising, like, for instance, sometimes oldest born, they tend to be judges. They tend to be psychologists. Yeah. They tend they to, to sort out
0: fights with their siblings. Mediators. What yeah. happened? Okay, who did what to who?
1: Yeah, so they could have that trait, too, so that's a little tricky.
0: All right. Yep. So next would be Tiger Woods.
1: All right, so... I believe I know the answer to this because I I remember reading it in a book or something, but only
0: child. He's an only child. Yeah. He was his father's world.
1: Yeah. And he
0: very mature growing up. And and so.
1: His father was very hard on him. Sure. Absolutely.
0: So here we go. We're on a roll. We're we're we're, uh, last three. No, four. I'll give you Gates. Four. Okay. Um, No. And Middleton, five. You're on. Yeah. I'm going to call you butter because you're on a roll. Okay. Next.
1: Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Oldest. He's the
0: middle child. I would have thought he was the oldest as well. But yeah. he's the middle child, yeah. Yeah. All right, go figure. Can you imagine being his older brother or his sister? <laughs> Boy, man, yeah. Right. So, uh Bill, can I get a job? Uh <laughs> yeah. can, can, you can get I run a job? company that you own or something? Yeah. All right. Next. Frank Sinatra. Youngest. You would think. hmm Kind of
1: Good with, kind the, of, nice, this, good with the ladies. This kind of, <laughs> he has this the kind oldest sister, you know.
0: Right, but this kind of shocked me. He's the only child. He's the only child. The only child in Hobo. Oh, he's used to the limelight. I, maybe that's it. <laughs> and he doesn't like to share.
1: Doesn't like to share. No, that's no.
0: right. <laughs> All right. Serena Williams.
1: Well, I know she has a sister. Clearly. Right, so
0: she not, she's not the oldest.
1: Yes, she's the youngest.
0: She is the youngest. And
1: yeah.
0: I've always come to find with coaching sports in high school and I come across maybe brothers or sisters that both played the same sport. And most of the time, if they played a lot together, I don't care how well the oldest one is. And obviously Venus is very, very good, but Serena is, you know, she's the goat in, in, uh, in tennis (laughs) tennis and, you know, in a lot of, but a lot of that you can give the assist to Venus beaten her rear end when they were growing up and made Serena tougher and want it more and fight harder. So mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense if you think about it in that, that context. Be- right, it's
1: next. become competitive in that way, yeah.
0: Oh, what I'm gonna give you, I'm going through here, I'm kinda of trying to mix it up and uh, but then not be too obvious. Um so let's go with Steve Jobs.
1: Steve Jobs. Only
0: I thought so. And really? I it says he's the oldest. Now I know he was adopted. Oh really. And but I get, apparently they had children later together. Um, uh, the parents did. But uh, he, he is the old, oldest and that would make sense, right? He's you know, obviously... That was my next choice. Right. Yeah. CEO of Apple and, and just, I mean, yeah, amazing. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Mozart. Middle? should have stuck to your, should have stuck (laughs) to your, uh, yeah, he's the youngest, he's the youngest child prodigy.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just it. It's like, you know, damned if you, damned if you don't, right? Okay. Mm. This one, if you think about it, it makes sense. Abraham Lincoln. The oldest? President, born leader. Right. But yes, you would think that, but he's not because what did he, well, his presidency was, was enamored with civil war, and trying to keep the country together. Right. And so there takes a lot of compromise and negotiation. So middle
1: child. Middle child. He to, was a middle child. Yeah. That's right. a hard job to the, keep the North and the South together, right? Yeah. Unifying. Well, I mean, he
0: did the best he could. And he didn't, I mean, it didn't come to fruition until after his death. But yeah, that I mean, his whole presidency was the Civil War, basically. That's, uh, mm-hmm. that's it. So, all right. Nice. Sylvester Stallone
1: youngest firstborn firstborn if wow. you well he does produce and direct and do a lot of leadership type of things besides act
0: and i i saw this little video on on youtube of course that he what's an interview that he had but of course it's like a montage as you're listening to him talk what he had to do to get rocky made I
1: had to fight hard to get him yeah like he
0: yeah. yeah i mean he just wouldn't take no for an answer and just kept Kept at it, kept at it, kept at it, and just tenacious. And you know mm-hmm. that's that's a first born, like hard, hard worker. Yeah. All right, Barack Obama.
1: Oh, I think I knew this. He has a sister, I believe. Uh, I
0: don't. I don't know about I, his. Uh,
1: I read his wife's book. But siblings. I don't remember. Um, oldest. She's
0: not. She's not on here. I didn't put her. Yeah. In I could have very well. He is the oldest.
1: Yeah. He's Seems oldest. like a lot of the presidents. A tend lot of the presidents
0: are, are oldest born. Mm-hmm. Okay, Andre Agassi. Youngest. He is the youngest. Yeah. He. Uh, Somewhat of a rebel. He, but and and <laughs> yes, yes, he's an athlete. He's a rebel. He's he, you know, he was the youngest, and he was always vying for attention, brother and sister, and so mm-hmm. he wanted to do anything to make his dad happy. So you know, he okay, want to get up at six o'clock in the morning and go hit tennis balls? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch cartoons. Bill Clinton. Middle. No, and it's funny. Because he is the oldest and you did say that th- th- those marriages aren't always the best. And I'm not saying that, <laughs> oh, you know, that yeah. I-, I know everything there is to, uh, about marriage. But let's just say that that marriage has had it's, it has been rocky at times uh, that, that you know, oldest, the, pre- yeah. the press has shown us. Uh, well,
1: they fight. Yeah. Well, like I mentioned before, about the oldest sibling um marrying another oldest sibling like you have a little bit more of a chance if you are the oldest brother of sisters and the oldest sister of brothers a little bit more of a chance but they both power struggle they want to be in control they want to be in power and but i think they realized
0: maybe early on that they could be a big help to each other with their professions
1: oh for the two of them yes Uh for
0: for those two in particular
1: sure yeah right okay and do I have everybody on my
0: list? I think I have one more. One more, okay. I um, oh wait, I went through. Yep, that's it. That's all I have. So I don't know if anybody was scoring out there. Let us know uh, how well Doctor <laughs> Rafa did. I wasn't really paying too much. I wasn't things. keeping she was, score. She was uh, you know, she was go. I can go back and and uh, tally um, it tally up. it up. And I, I get a prize. I have something. a pretty good remember uh, <laughs> memory on on that. So right. okay, that was fun. So I'm gonna try to put together some kind of game. After every, at the end of every podcast, I like to end the show like that. That was, that was fun. Did you enjoy I like
1: games. Yeah. I really like playing games. I like to play games with patients, you know, if I can, or friends and family. So, you know, got to have some humor in there. Can't be serious all the time. No. Right. All right. All right. So everyone, thanks for listening to our show. Catch all of our episodes and more at www.innerbalancepsychology.com or talktherapycbt.com can also reach us via email at info at inner psychology.com open to suggestions comments requests for future shows like I said we are in our infancy here so totally open to uh, ideas from the audience okay everyone and remember stop it and give yourself a chance